Chapter 18 My Father, My Monster The young boy is now left loitering around doing nothing productive about his life because he can no longer go to school due to the fact that he had failed the previous year and the grandmother decided to wash off his hands of this young man to say you've done it all and I can no longer be part of this mockery of yours and I don't have money to take you back to school since you played with my money for the entire year so it's up to you to decide what you want to do with your life and so the first abstract goes like this I was gazing at the mountains a couple of days later. The incessant bottom had returned. I decided to take a walk, an insignificant decision that was to completely change my life. I walked along the road that separated the village from the fast grazing pastures. The sun seemed to follow me, as it does in the vast open space. Far in the distance, I watched the sunlight glimmering off the railway tracks. A voice from behind caught my attention. It was a nun, dressed in a white habit like the angels that decorated the walls of the church in my village. Hi there, young man. I'm looking for the school. Morning, sister. Just keep walking. You can't miss it. It'll be on your left about two kilometers down the road. She was looking for the Catholic school I had left just over a year earlier to start in Bula. Please, won't you escort me there? Okay, it'll be a pleasure. As the two of us walked, she asked why a young man like me wasn't going to school. I can't afford the fees, I told her. This made her curious. Tell me a bit about your background, she asked. I briefly laid out the story of my life and she listened patiently. Occasionally she interrupted to ask a question. Your English is very good, she said. She had a strong German accent herself. I managed to smile. I couldn't remember being told I was good in anything. I had grown up being called names and resigned myself to believing I was inferior. It made me feel good to hear a compliment. So on this journey between where the young boy found the nun and going to school, they begin talking about this young man. The lady asks, why are you not in school, blah, blah, blah. And the boy articulates his story. And the nun is moved by the story of this young man. He further goes to say, I want you to come back to school on Monday. You can do all the grades and graduate from high school in your final year. Please come with me now. She took me to the principal and told him she wanted me to start school the following Monday. Then she, then she sent me to speak with the grade 9 teacher. And so the young man is elated. He goes on to say, by offering me a chance to go back to class, Sister Von O had given me a second chance in life. But I didn't see it this way initially. 
I simply went to class because there was nothing else to do. I had quit making guns and there was nothing else to keep me busy. So here Sister Von Oh gives this young boy another chance at life, another chance to go back to school. In return, she wants him to paint and vanish the walls in the school. So that is his payment for attending school. So the young boy has no problem with vanishing and cleaning the schoolyard. And then he goes on to say, at the end of the school year, the whole school gathered for the results and the top 10 students were announced in front of the entire school. 10, 9, 8. I watched my fellow grade 9 student proudly walk to the front to a rapturous applause. Second place was announced and still my name wasn't called. Yet I had worked so hard. I had expected to come in the top five. It was time for the first place. And at last, I heard my name called. There was total silence. No one could believe it, including me. I had never imagined I could be good enough to displace the students who were respected by the entire community as the, as the best at the school. The teacher who handed over my report was the same one who had called me a returning criminal, the same one who had flogged me in front of the entire school some years before for making that sword. Well done, he said. I shook his hand. In that moment, my life changed. People who had always looked past me now took the time to stop and talk to me. The word was out. Everyone in the village knew I had topped the class. Some simply couldn't believe it and kept asking me again and again if it was true. I remained hermit. But parents were now happy to let their kids talk to me. When I passed, I stood tall. For the first time in my life, I started to think that I could win this fight. I could go on to lead a better life. These drastic changes heightened and highlighted a new challenge. It was time to adopt the good tools and jettison the bad. Started to discard my political loyalties. I no longer cared if my former ANC made a supply of guns. I no longer saw the AFP as my enemy. I just wanted to get on with my new life. Given the panoply of rewards, this process was easy enough to embrace. The new me wasn't difficult to accept. The change in my life was the change in my life also rekindled my relationship with the Magnaramas, which had almost broken down. They were proud that I had changed. Every time I went to the shop to buy a couple of items, Eugenia always put in some extra for me. So the young man is now leading a totally different life. Post meeting the nun in the streets, going back to school, and not only going back to school, but then at the end of the year, being the top learner in the entire school has changed how he views himself. It has changed how the community views this young man. He is now beginning to be accepted by society. They now see him as human. They now see him as an example to their kids. 
and oddly it is the same teacher that flogged him in front of the entire school some years before for making that sword it is the same teacher who called him a thug when he returned back to school earlier that year who hands him his award for being the top learner isn't it interesting hmm. my father my monster <laughs>